everybody, and welcome to episode seven of the Blues Fan Forum podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Steve. With me, as always, is Mr. Benjamin Howard, and we're gonna we're gonna do our best to talk blues hockey best we can. We go over a lot of information in our interview coming up later. It's another double interview with Mr. Horn and Pierce. Um, but for now, Ben, what do you what do you got for us from the Boston game since you were able to watch it? Shoot, not a whole lot, man. Um, Blues lose three one to Boston. Uh, I feel like the Blues, they played a better game than what they've been doing the past six anyways. Jake DeBrusque for Boston. He opens up the scoring uh, power play goal in the first period. Uh, Kairou to Shen in the second period to tie it up 1-1. Third period, Bergeron from the bumper position. I don't know if he was on a power play or not. I think it was 5-on-5. Five five. He buried it over, over Bennington's shoulder. And then a gentleman by the name of Frederick. Uh, I feel like Bennington should have saved... The third goal that went in, it was just, it looked like a... Trent Frederick? Is it Trent? He's yeah. from St. Louis. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, St. Louis boy. Yeah, I feel like Bennington should have saved the uh, the third shot, but unfortunately he did not. But I will say, I've seen a lot more energy out of the Blues, and I feel like we had a, a better game than we have been having. Oh, that's good. I mean, we didn't get blown out, so that's a plus. I did see that we went 0 for 3 on the power play, I think, and I think all three of our power plays are in the first period. So that hurts. It's good. Yeah. Like we lost Perron from the power play. Right. Like everybody else on the power play should be the same. So I don't know. Yeah. He was I mean, big, he was a big part of our power play success. Yeah. He's good. I mean, and a sniper, that little toe drag shoot thing that he's mm. got is pretty great. But Clean. you would think we would still be able to hold on to that. And I think Steve Ott runs the power play, doesn't he? That is a great question, Jacob. I thought. I think Steve Ott ran the power play last year because I think I feel like I had a conversation with somebody that said, well, Steve Ott should be running the penalty kill because that's the type of player he was. But he was running the power play when yeah. it seemed weird to me. So going from second in the power play last year to probably dead last or somewhere near the bottom right now is not good. But that kind of goes with how the Blues are playing right now. I found this on Twitter and I found it earlier today and I told myself to screenshot it or save it and I didn't because I thought I'd find it again and I can't find it so I'm going to try to replay this from memory but my numbers might be wrong so we're on a seven game losing streak right now correct correct and if we lose tonight so it's Tuesday we play Philly tonight if we lose tonight that would be eight and that would break the Blues losing record or that would tie it I read online that our last seven-game losing streak was in 06, and then the one before that was back in 1967. Okay, so you might have the same thing that I have then. Yeah. So I found that the very first time that we ever lost seven games in a row, I believe was in like the 67-68 season. The inaugural season, right? Yeah. (laughs) And we made the Stanley Cup Finals that year. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) So that's pretty good, right? But the last time that we lost seven games in a row was in the 05-06 season. And we ended up with the first overall pick. So Connor Bernard, question mark? Yeah. So if you're saying that we're either going to make the finals <laughs> or get the first overall pick, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I feel like that's a win-win. I guess if you that 67-68 team made the finals and then lost every single game, so we got swept. Oof. So we didn't win the Stanley Cup, obviously. 
And that first overall pick ended up being Eric Johnson, which was not the greatest pick when we could have had Jonathan Taze, I believe, sure. that Yeah, that was. That year. I think that was the trade-off. So hopefully, so hopefully we get a big win tonight versus the Flyers so we can have a positive energy, positive vibration podcast. That would be huge. Yeah, there's not haven't been a whole lot of games for us to really talk about, right. and the games we have to talk about, we're losing. So yep, yep. it's... No fun. But, yeah, Philly tonight. You guys will be hearing this on Wednesday. So, hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, we were not on an eight-game losing streak, but are on a one-game winning streak. Well, uh, try to try to predict That'd the score you. tonight. Well, good news is I did see that Philly has their backup in, their backup goalies in. Nice. So, you know more than I do on there. So, I, I haven't even put the, the bets out. I probably need to do that because it's 5 o'clock here. So, I need to get the bets out. But I was going to take the Blues minus one and a half just because Philly's not that good and they're playing a backup goalie. Yeah. And then I was going to put in Thomas and Tarasenko to each get a point tonight. So if I'm minus one and a half, I'm going to say 5-3. Five, 5-3 three. Five, three Blues win. 5-3 Blues win. I was going to say 4-2 Blues win. So That works. Yeah, that <laughs> it works all both works. ways. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Dude, speaking of Philly, did you see the um, the pants that they're wearing for their, their throwback retro <laughs> warm-up? I did. Those they're wearing, like, black sweatpants with an orange swipe, uh, orange uh, stripe down them. Right. For the warm-ups, right? Called, called the Cooperalls. Cooperalls. And apparently that they wore those, like, years ago. Like yeah, that like, was like... like a- Back in eighty one to eighty three. Okay, that was like a jersey. That was part. Or that was part of their uniform. They wore <laughs> pants to play hockey. Interesting look. That's, <laughs> that's weird. I'm gonna have to watch. Well, I'm not gonna be able to, but I'd hope I'd be able to. Yeah, and find and a to, video. And to segue off of that, the Blues are wearing our home jersey up in Philly. So yeah, we're wearing our blue jerseys tonight in Philly. That's home jerseys away. Interesting. Because Philly's wearing their retros. Right? Yeah. And their retros are white. Yes. Or reverse retros. That There's is correct. Too many jerseys. Here's, I got a little trivia for you. So first off, we kind of talked about this, I think, in the interview. You guys will catch that coming up in a bit. But Shannon Falk are leading the team right now with 10 points going into the game against Philly. Tarasenko uh, is right behind them with nine. But my question for you, Ben, see if you can answer this. There are currently three players that have a positive plus-minus. Do you know who they are? Three players with a positive plus-minus. Three players with a positive plus-minus. It's not Jordan And Gara. I will tell you, one of them, or I'm not, there's actually, there's one player who's got a zero, and it's Bucinavich, but he's only played five games. So I, Dang, didn't really, I was actually going to say Bucinavich. I didn't count him. So these players have played nine or ten games. Okay. I'm going to go with... Do you have them wrote down? Yeah, he's trying to look <laughs> at my paper. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just have wandering eyes. <laughs> oh, this is so difficult for me. I am going to go with Noel. Achari. Achari. Nope. I'm also going to go with, oh, I've got, I've got one, actually. Barbashev. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Barbashev has that. a plus one. Right oof, now, oof. <laughs> so there's one more person with a plus one, and then okay. one person's actually plus two. Okay, um, are you counting Sod? Um, no, because I believe 
Thad is at a minus two, even though he's only played four games, but he's Oof. at a minus two. Noel Chari has minus one point. Okay. So not so, terrible. Yeah, you're close with the Chari. But it's not a Chari. You got Barbashev. I did get Barbashev. I am drawing a blank. I just, man, it's so difficult to focus on who's got the, the positive. Their defensemen, the next two. Okay. So it is. That fairly narrows it down. <laughs> Tory Krug. Nope. Justin Falk. Nope. Wow. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No way. Too. <laughs> no way. It's Mikola. Mikola is a plus two. Bortuzzo? And Bortuzzo. No shot. Yes. You'd love to hear that. Both are in nine games. <laughs> wow. Um, both have no points. That's okay. <laughs> they don't have any points. Okay. But as when they're on the ice, they're, good juju. they're positive. Yeah, we'll take it. So, so yeah, I, I didn't expect that. I actually, when I looked at that, I expected nobody to be positive. But yeah, those are our three players. And then, like I said, Buchnevich is at zero, and Nathan Walker is actually at zero. So actually, Nathan Walker, zero, Achari, negative one, or minus one, Torpchenko, minus one. So our third line D and our fourth line forwards are the ones scoring goals and not giving up them. At an even pace. But then you look at, then we talk about Cairo, minus 15. So bad. It's so bad. Right. So, oh, your first guess for defense, Krug is minus 11. Oh, my. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Anything else before we throw it to Pearson Horn? Nope. That is it. Let's, uh, let's get into this interview. All right. Before we do, this interview is brought to you by Suzuki Nail Buzz. I feel like I say it every, every episode, so I'm just going to make this short and sweet. Go get your nails. Hey, they make excellent gifts. Uh, you can give people gifts for Thanksgiving if you want. That's coming up. It's November. Okay. If not, you guys can get them for Christmas and get all set up. So visit or check out Suzuk Nail Buzz. You can send her an email at suzuknaillove at gmail.com. That is S-Z-U-C-C-N-A-I-L-L-O-V-E at gmail.com. Tell the Blues Fan Forum podcast sent you, and she'll get you 10% off your first order. Get you some nails, and now here's Pearson Horn. Our next guest on the Blues Fan Forum podcast is Fansiders Horn and Pierce. What's up, guys? What's going on? Thanks for having us. Hey, Jake. Thanks hey. for having us. <laughs> no problem. No problem. We still got Ben here, too. Ben, yo, yo. Say hi to everybody. We don't care about Ben. <laughs> All right, so we got Horn and Pierce here. Um, as everybody knows, the whole premise of the podcast is to have fans be our interview people and not like people who really, really know about hockey. So I need you two to tell me, first off, make sure you say who is who so the people know what your voice sounds like, and then tell me what you do, like what you do for a job. You can be vague or whatever you need. Well... I'm Horn, Zachary Charles Horn the first to be exact. Um, I'm in sales, sell air conditioners, keep people cool, keep people warm, keep people comfortable. What a what a name! That's, first of all, you say your middle name's Charles. He said everything. That's my middle name. That's crazy. We were talking about that earlier, and you didn't even say a thing about it. I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> it's content. I was, I I was waiting for content <laughs> for the people. Austin Pierce. Uh, I work as a uh, corporate recruiter and uh, recruit maintenance technicians for commercial properties that our company owns. So, Okay. 
So it's safe to say that you guys have really boring jobs and no don't do anything hockey related. Correct. Okay, Correct. perfect. Accurate. <laughs> All right, sweet. Um, just as a refresher or some, an update for the people listening, we all went and golfed earlier today. Um, there are two champions sitting at the table, myself being one. And it's Pierce and, and Ben. And, and Horn being the other one. As hard as Pierce tried to carry Ben, he just couldn't do it. And they didn't. Way too heavy of a load. <laughs> so, so, yeah. It was well, hard-fought match, but... It was good. It, it came good. down to the last well, whole. We played eighteen holes. 16. I might have had like seven good shots, and, and that's a, and heavy. A really good club throw. That's, that's really fair. generous. I didn't even throw a club today. Oh, you you did. You're the reason that you guys got you your soul did. birdie. I did throw a corned it, and you did, Steve. <laughs> uh, twice. Steve we behaved all day. No, Steve Pierce a card. threw a club. I don't make enough money to throw or break clubs. <laughs> Somebody, some one of you guys. Threw I played a club. the. I played the fifth. It wasn't me though. I feel like one of you. I think everybody threw a club at one point today. I did. I did slam a club. Ben also slammed a club on a tee box, which was that's that's pretty bad. Don't yeah. Do and I and I had a fat beaver tail. You did have a beaver tail. Yeah, five yards off a of green. Yeah, in the a, fringe. A green side. <laughs> it looked like it looked like some young kid mullet, just party hanging off the back. <laughs> it was just did, really green. Did you bring that home too? You should have. No, I I repacked it. That's a good idea. You could have started your own course. <laughs> take that home, and next thing you know, 30 years from on it. Somebody's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're filming this at a uh, humane society. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the kennel's below us, so <laughs> just ignore the dogs. We feed them, we promise. First off, the first thing I wanted to say, actually we've said multiple things, so maybe the 15th thing I wanted to say was Horn, I believe, is actually the first person to fill out the form online. Like, that I didn't make them do it. Like, I had no idea that Horn and Pierce wanted to be on here until I looked and saw, like, the form was filled out. Yep. So I appreciate Horn for doing that. And anyone listening, if you guys want to be our next guest, find us on Facebook and Twitter on our profiles. You'll find a link to our website and fill that form out, and we'll get you on here. Because I know I have Nick filled it out, but... He's one of my good friends, so he probably did it. But Horn's like, we went to college together, but we really don't hang out a whole no. lot anymore. So Legend. I, when I saw when I saw his name on there, I was like, oh my god, go. like a, a random ish person. <laughs> Everyone else, I've like coerced into joining the <laughs> joining the podcast. So so that was cool. Now that we're all like happy and everything, let's bring bring the mood down a little bit because we're gonna talk <clears throat> about the blues sucking. Playing like a pack of baloney, dude. My first question to Pierce and Horn is (laughs) if you had to pick one player that's just been the worst, can you come up with a with a one player that you think has just been awful? I think it's been like a a team kind of thing, but maybe just pick one player. Like over or under negative fifteen. That player maybe. Just, somebody, I'm just, yeah, somebody I'm just minus throwing, 15. I'm just throwing yeah. some numbers out there. Somebody on the team was minus 15. Is that uh, Jordan Cairo? Because, I mean, I think uh, O'Reilly's like minus 12 or something, too. Really? Yeah, I, think so, him and, him, I think it was him and Krug combined are like minus 31. Something ridiculous. Oh it's, it's, not, it's not good from either side of them. I mean, and I think if you combine uh, O'Reilly and Cairo, I think they're – Maybe got four points on the year. Yeah. O'Reilly has one point. <laughs> yeah, so not a great way to start off a year where you want a contract extension. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Right. 
But I think the the real player that we should be talking about is Colton Pareko. That's he is exactly who I was thinking. <laughs> absolutely miserable for being six four and being the softest player in the NHL. I mean, he's so soft. If yeah. that man threw his body around, he just absolutely run people. He wouldn't even mm-hmm. have to like just run into somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least just follow something. through on a check. Yeah, anything. He, you're he's bigger than everybody. Or most of the people. If he, actually, <laughs> if he like actually tried to hit somebody, he could put somebody through the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, would it injure somebody? Hey, he's he's built like Chris Pronger, but he does not play anywhere near no. like Chris Pronger. No. And, I mean, he could. Yeah, he's he skilled. Could. He just he did terrible. a really good job of working really hard and being really good, and then getting paid, and now just kind mm-hmm. of coasting. And he's really good like. at missing the net too. Scary good. Mm-hmm. I think I think back to our game against the Islanders. The other day, I think it was their fourth goal, and Pareko, literally being six six, got shoved into the net mm-hmm. and just got in Bennington's way. Yeah, like Bennington sliding over. Didn't even <laughs> so, try to get up; he just sat there. Yeah, <laughs> so, is that the same goal? That was where the wraparound, right? I think that one was wraparound. I think the guy came around and played it to the slot oh, yeah, in the yeah. middle there, and then that guy. Yeah, is that the same it. one where if you if they showed like a bird's eye view, and Kairu's like skating back. Like yeah, just yeah, crosses yeah, yeah. the blue line. Yeah. It was and him like, and somebody else. Just yeah. coasting. Just coasting. Yeah. Like, yeah. doesn't, doesn't care. Like Made one it. foot and just yeah. glided for forever. Yeah. So I I do think that Pareko is the whipping boy So for this year. It I seems agree. like... You guys remember when we hated Bo Meester? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nobody liked him, and then him and Pareko got matched up, and they did awesome in 2019. And then, uh, I want to say, like, last year would have been... Scandella, yeah, was the whipping boy, and so now I'm. I'm. It seems to always be a D man. It seems as though <laughs> right. Pareko, but I. I think Jordan Cairo is giving him a run for whipping boy too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we got we got Tory Krug at negative eleven, Cairo at negative fifteen, Pareko's negative eight, O'Reilly negative twelve. Not good. It's not looking great not for when your your big names for our big names that should be performing. Yeah, right. that are getting paid six and a half, seven and a half million dollars. Yeah, I think the the fact that O'Reilly has one point through what ten games now, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's one point on one goal. That's not not, <laughs> not cutting it from, that's not from gonna, a player like him. Yeah, I know he's. People have said like he's getting older. He's one of like thirty one or thirty two probably, and that his offense is going to go down, but his defense will hopefully stay. But it's like his. They were still getting scored on a lot when he's yeah. out there, too. So it's like none of it. No. But, yeah, not a whole thing going well for the Blues. I know, Ben, you wanted to talk about Kyrou's contract, right? Yeah, did you guys hear about um, the team? You know, they're potentially upset uh, about Kyrou receiving such a big contract and not, like, uh, proving himself just yet. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's, yeah, I did that's it. We okay, we talked about it. I mean, Good job. <laughs> I mean, that's all there is to it, right? Like, boy gets a big boy contract, and then he just doesn't, you know, he's negative 15. He's not yeah. throwing numbers up. He's not, can't receive a, pa- a pass. He can't shoot the puck. I mean, he's just. And it'd be one thing, in, in my opinion, at least, you know, if, even if you're not producing point-wise, at least put the effort out. There's there's no effort from, I mean, majority of the team right now, but Kyrie, mm-hmm. especially when you get paid, you know, multi-millions and, you don't even try. That's the frustrating thing from a fan standpoint. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, Nathan Walker would be out there just absolutely working. Mm-hmm. Right. And probably scoring. I mean, Something. he just 
Remember when he came up last year and he got like he had a goal like on his first game when he came up, yeah, like his first few games. Didn't he have a hat trick in one of them? Yeah, he might have. Yeah, I think so. He was the first and only Australian born player to have a hat trick. He's not Australian Uh, born. He just lives in Australia. He's Australian. He's from Australia. Okay, he's born in Great Britain, from down under. Yeah, we 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 figured that out. (laughs) We went over that in the hot or not. If you pay attention, cousins with Cam Smith. Cameron Smith, the golfer, as a joke. He's not actually. Just kidding. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Give him a noise. Play the play the sad noise. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's that? <laughs> no, not the cricket. <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, to uh, piggyback off that, Kairu. I know you said that they were upset about the contract. Um, I've read too that there have been uh, two veteran players that have talked to him off ice about his uh, effort and lack of energy on the on the ice and uh they said that they haven't seen any change from him like he kind of just took it and then it rolled right off his shoulders he didn't even care went right back out there to practice so not a great sign there either but he did have a really good halloween costume if you saw that oh yeah the backstreet boys he was that was fire he looked really good as like that whichever i don't know which backstreet boy he was but like that guy he fit that well I think that's part of the reason they paid him so much is because he's, he's a pretty good-looking guy. Yeah, you, know? you got to have a good <clears throat> face in the locker. Well, he didn't make it very far in our uh, <laughs> in our our bracket. I don't remember who he lost to, but the the girls did not were not fans of him. No. So, <laughs> but we did do their like official NHL headshots, and really none of them looked good. No. <laughs> like, so wasn't the greatest. I literally just thought of this as we were talking. So it seems like we've talked about Kairu getting his contract and not working out very well. Pareko getting his big contract. And I know he's kind of battled injuries, which you can say has caused some of his in the past years, but he should be 100% now, and it still doesn't seem like he's he's doing well. So contracts in the NHL are fully guaranteed unless they get bought out, but then they just get like money over more time. So it's weird. Should the NHL look at doing more incentive-based contracts like the NFL does? Where the NFL is like, well, you get twenty million guaranteed, but when we got all these bonuses, and, if you, and there are right, if you if you score more than thirty five goals, you get X amount more, yeah. and how many, you know? Yeah, I think that would be neat. I think that would solve a lot of our problems right yeah, now. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, I mean, you see that in a lot of other sports too, not just football. You see it in soccer, they, in European soccer, they have a lot of those contracts, and uh, baseball as well. And I, I do think it helps because it makes people have to perform. Like right. it doesn't allow someone just to go out half. Makes yeah, you want to work. Effort. You got to yeah, work. Yeah. Right, right. You don't get paid if you don't, right. you don't produce. Right. So, and I know the, the NHL does have performance bonuses in their contracts, but it's like if you win the Stanley Cup, you get an extra five hundred thousand or something. It's like it's not like the millions of dollars that MLB or NFL is doing. Well, so. and that that money just comes from the winnings itself. Yeah. Like, it's just already in place with the league, so it's not even coming from a team contract. Right. So, yeah, maybe yeah, that's no, what, I think that's a good point. Maybe that's what we need to, to get Doug Armstrong to lobby to the league and get that. I'll, I'll send him an email on Monday. <laughs> oh, good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. I would do it, but I'm off work tomorrow, so it's good that you're doing it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's bring it up a little bit, because my next question is the opposite of what I asked you earlier. Who do you think is the Blues' best player so far? And in my opinion, I think there's two players you can go with. I think Robert Thomas right now. Okay. I think he's working his tail off night in, night out. He's the one that's consistently putting out the effort. 
He's working for that eight point one two five. Yeah, he's he got the contract and he's yeah earning his money. I don't know what he's looking like point wise, but I mean, his passing is ridiculous. Yeah, seven points, negative five right now. I mean, could be. Every, I think everyone's going to be minus. Yeah. yeah. Which is, by the way, it's normally it's minus. I don't say negative. <clears throat> the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's been been our best player so far. Justin Falk, hands down, he's been the best defensive wise. He's killing it. I don't think he's uh, been too bad on the defensive side. I think he's leading the team in points, which is also pretty sad. He's got nine. But, uh, yeah, I think he's Islanders. been. I think he's been the the best player by far. At the same That's time, I think you could throw Bennington in the mix too. He's been uh-huh. being good. I mean, the team's just leave him out to dry. He's right. He's playing well. Yeah, but we have no defense. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. It's hard to I mean, when he, yeah, when he's he, he's made some pretty incredible saves this season already. He's mm-hmm. facing thirty five shots a game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like what? What do you expect? Of course, we're gonna you know give up three four goals, but mm-hmm. when we're only got when we only have twenty five shots in a game. No one's up there scoring goals. It's not much you can do for him. Right. Nobody's back checking either, so that doesn't help. Yeah, my my other one that I was so Bennington was the one I was thinking of, but then also Tarasenko. Yeah, the, the one person say. that doesn't want to be in St. Louis, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, he knows if he wants out, he's got to play well. So we right. could trade him. Yeah, I think if the if they keep up the way they're playing, I don't think Tarasenko's a, a blue at the deadline. I think he's. He's gone. Well, you're you're jumping the gun on me, Doug. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back to that later because I think Ben's got another question. This one's funny. Oh, you want me to have a go? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll let each of you answer this individually. Who would you rather fight, Ryan Reeves in the street or Conor McGregor on ice? I think I would have to go McGregor on ice because Reeves, no matter where he's at, is just gonna. Scary. Off he's me. a scary man. He would dummy me. I think he's he'd probably go ahead. Pierce, he will hear your answer. I think I'm getting knocked out either way. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going we're going quick and maybe somewhat painless until the next morning when I wake up. We'll just, I'll just take Reeves in the street and just let him. I feel like it, I feel like it'd be nicer though on the ice because then like when you fall when you like you're down you're like laying on a popsicle so like you'd be you'd be good. Yeah yeah yeah. You get knocked out you put ice on it immediately. Yeah, yeah I don't know see. That. <laughs> I don't think McGregor's knocking me out on the ice because I don't think he can probably ice. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I don't know. That he, he probably can't ice skate. Do they skate in Ireland? He's, he's, he's just a freak athlete, though. Yeah, I don't know. I could see him being, uh, what do you call it when you're a bender? A bender? I said McGregor. I'd fight McGregor on the ice. But like you said, I you're probably getting knocked out either way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm 5'9". They're both grown men. <laughs> my luck, um, <clears throat> fighting McGregor on ice, I'd probably just lose my own balance, bounce my head off the ice, <laughs> knock myself out. And then that's just, I feel like it's more embarrassing. You could just, like, <clears throat> just, just, I don't know. If you're on ice, I feel like if you just go in swinging like a firecracker popsicle, just, <laughs> like, like, just like, that might work. I don't know. Yeah. I just hit my mic when I did that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's I'm, lose lose either way. Whichever one's gonna be quicker for me. Yeah, I'm that's... getting I'm getting hurt either way. So <laughs> you're not surviving. Oh, baloney! No way. <laughs> Who would you take? Like, honestly, I have not. I'm not messing with Reeves in the street, bro. No, no shot. Because uh, aside from fighting on ice, he takes boxing lessons. If so he this can man, fight on, if this he man... can fight on land too, <laughs> bro. If you can fight on ice, 
you should be able to fight on there. He give you he give you a freaking bologna sandwich, dude. I'm on the ice with McGregor. I'm taking my chances that he's a bender and can't skate. I mean, if yeah, if like I had to pick one, you take McGregor on ice. Yeah, I think so. But for the sake of it just being quick and easy, that could be like a like a Disney play. We could cast that to the Scott Trade Center. Dibs on Elsa. The Enterprise Center. Yeah, Scott Trade Excuse doesn't me. exist. Wow. Tough look there. Wait, you mean you mean you mean Savas Center? The Savas? It's actually oh. the Keel Center. Yeah, the old barn. Throw it back. The checker dome? Checker dome. That was it. The old checker. <laughs> All right. That was a good question. That was, I like that. that was a good one. All right. Let's get to the teach me how to dug section. So this is where I ask you a, you a question of like player personnel, trading, contracts, something. We make up some fantasy world, whatever. And you got to act like you're Doug Armstrong and what you guys would do. So my question for you is, if the Blues continue to lose like this, now I'm not saying like they're going to lose 15 straight, but mm. maybe win one and then lose three more and then win one and lose. Like it's clearly we're not going well. If you're not going to make the playoffs, obviously you're going to get rid of your expiring contracts or at least try to. So who do you think gets traded and either, if you can come up with it, a player that you think we would trade for, or just a like a personal, like you can say, oh, a top six forward, or mm-hmm. somebody who's eighteen who projects to be a top six forward. If you want a prospect, yeah, I don't know, like realistically, but in a fantasy world, we're living in a fantasy yeah, okay. world right now, so that's I fine. would <laughs> be very okay with going one for one with Anaheim and trading O'Reilly for Zegris. I think, A, he's nasty to begin with. Mm. B, he's he's a great locker room guy. And there's obviously something going on within ours that they need something, you know, an uplift of some kind. So I think Zegers could be the key. And he's an American. God bless the USA. (laughs) (laughs) Really needed, like, an America song there or something, or an eagle. Yeah, I'm going to have to cue that up. And for his contract, I'd give him, like, I'd give him the same contract as like Kyrie, like eight mil over eight years, and then I'd guarantee him the NHL cover every year. Wow, that's a you know, I'd get like very sports involved with it. And, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. He's already but, on it now. Yep, but he's on it with Sarah Nurse, so you'd right. be like, "Well, we can't have Sarah Nurse. She can be on the on the cover of the disc." But yeah, we we'll give her like the inside cover. Yeah, so it's got to be Zegers himself. I like that Zegers for O'Reilly. Um, yeah, I think, uh, if they continue to lose, I don't think O'Reilly and Tarasenko will be blues. I think we're trading them and I don't think we go after a, like a big name player. So we're not going to make a push. I think it's going to be, you know, fire sale. Let's rebuild. So it's probably gonna be draft picks, maybe a couple minor league guys kind of thing. Ideally, I think defense needs a lot of help. So if we're going to make a push, like if we do win the next couple of games or, you know, we, we get to the deadline and we're, we can make a push for a playoff spot. Um, I think you got to go for a defenseman. And, I mean, Chetron's been asking for a trade from the Coyotes. He wants to be gone. So, I mean, I think we could put a deal together and send someone there. I don't think that would be Tarasenko or, or, or O'Reilly. I don't think either one of them would go play in Arizona. <clears throat> so it would have to be something else. But, yeah, I think that's a player that they should uh, have their eyes on. I, we've heard rumors, you know, before the season that they were they were keen on him. So why not pull the trigger? That's that Jacob Chickering that I bring up almost every other You love that guy. <laughs> Jake wants to sign him so bad. I, don't, I mean, he, they should. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know why. Why? I mean, he's he, he doesn't want to play in Arizona. He he wants out. 
he's like 24, 25, yeah. Five, something like that. He's young. He's young. He's on like a contract where he's getting only getting paid like four something million dollars for like the next three years, which is amazing for how good he is. I mean, Baloney I don't need contract. Uh, <laughs> he needs a big boy contract, bro. Has, uh, has he played at all this year yet? Oh, I have no idea. I, is he hurt? Actually, I, I thought, think he is hurt. I, think, I thought he was hurt, yeah. but he's been requesting the trade too, which I know like there's a lot of bad blood going yeah. on. So I didn't, I mean, I think there's like injury plus not wanting to play for the coaching staff kind yeah. of thing. I, I don't think it's working out too well for him. So, and they're, like, they're still in rebuild and he's ready to, they're always in rebuild. Been, yeah, I know they'll never not be in, bro. Rebuild. That was like Eichel stuck at Buffalo for how long? Yeah, but Buffalo's good now. Yeah. That's, that's, you know <laughs> what? I forgot who the other player is that's playing with uh, Tuck, but they are doing well together. Tage Thompson, because he's oh yeah, it's Tage. Die, we yeah. gave him the blues. That's like speaking of that trade. I mean, we obviously got the result we wanted with O'Reilly, but I feel like in the long run, that, tough. that might pay off for them more over the next right. few years. Not until they win a cup. If they they don't win a cup, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think Buffalo can win championships, so I don't know. <laughs> even in football, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that, football. that's gonna end happen this year. They can't. Me. They can't even beat New York in football. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Bill's Super Bowl. You heard it here. <laughs> All right, let's get that um, in out. <laughs> Edit. So, I think I told Ben this last podcast, but, like, I play NHL 23 a lot. And, and uh, what'd you do? No, you're good, you're good. Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> Don't do that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, so I play NHL 23 a lot, and I like to do franchise modes. And I'm literally the only franchise mode I've done so far on – 23, I've traded for Zegris and I've traded for Chikrin. Like both of them are on the blues now. <laughs> so, but it was like I gave up like Braden Shen and a first round pick for Zegris and then like Krug and a first for Chikrin. So, like, I don't, I feel like it would take more. I don't think we would uh, be trading away a defenseman for a defenseman in this aspect. Right. <laughs> but, but hey, that's, that, that's great. Yeah. We're living in a fantasy land. We're yes, talking about fantasy yeah. land. Yeah. And for my thing, I did it so I had money so I could could re-sign O'Reilly and Tarasenko since he makes less than Krug does, which was nice. I do think if we make a little bit of a run here, if we get on something hot, I think there is a chance Tarasenko may just say, "All right, let's do another two years." If we if oh, we make just, a, if we make it, yeah, would you resign him though? For the Depends right now, how he does the rest of the season. I, I think mean, if I, his attitude improves and he wants to be here, then. If you know what, if Tarasenko wants to puck, dude will skate hard and he'll body anybody off and take it. Mm-hmm. We just need him to on power plays, on back checks. We need him to work harder. We need him to not give the puck away so easily, and and really work on his passing to our team and not hit a shin pad <laughs> on the initial shot. It's just it's frustrating to watch him play with such talent with such a talented line. Yeah, and he just he just gives the puck away just consistently. I think one thing you have to give him credit for though is even after he didn't want to be here last year when he's like, oh, you know, trade me, I'm do- I'm gone, whatever. He still put together a great year. Yeah, uh, he still His put together a solid year with best. what 25, 30 goals more. I don't it was, remember. So it was good. Whatever it was, thirty. So I mean, it, you really couldn't knock yeah, him. It's like this guy out. doesn't want to be here, but he's still going to give us his all. Like it, it, yeah, I, I couldn't knock him for it. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, he had thirty eight goals last year. Not bad. Yeah. Eighty-two points, right? Uh, ninety-one. Ninety-one points. Team lead. Ninety-one points last year. Team that, lead. Yeah, pretty sure that's not his number. You looking at his jersey number? Uh, <laughs> no, that's that's his points. Ninety-one. Are you sure? Uh, I don't know. Okay. 
All right, I will tell you that one person that I think we need to trade like immediately is, uh, and I know you can't do it now because he's hurt, Scandella. Like I would trade Scandella for like a melted popsicle. We like, could trade him to. <laughs> <laughs> we could trade him to uh, Detroit and bring back Prawn for the fourth time. That would be sweet. I actually think I had that as a. You know, uh, you know where they have melted popsicles? Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> 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 so they could throw in a melted popsicle with our chicken trade, Drew. What, what flavor do <laughs> you think it would be? Cherry. Is it? Are we actually doing melted? Or are we doing full on popsicle? Because if it was a full on popsicle, I want the. Or maybe this is more ice cream, the SpongeBob ones. I wonder, ice yeah. cream, ice cream. I stuff. wonder, like when they go to like get on the airplane, they give them like bologna sandwiches. <laughs> they can't afford anything. Where's that cricket button? <laughs> 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 don't don't touch the button, Jake. I know I had it somewhere. Bologna ain't bad though, for real. I don't like it. I I heard they're flying coach <laughs> on all commercial flights out of Arizona. They're right? riding. They're riding Greyhound buses. Well, they probably fly southwest because you get a free check bag. Two. Two, yeah. Amtrak across the country. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I need from you guys is, as you guys know, and hopefully our listeners know, you guys can win money on this podcast. Okay? So if you guys can guess record, final record for the Blues for this year, as well as how far they make it in playoffs, assuming they make playoffs, I guess you could say that they don't, I'll give you 5% of my income or my profit profit for this year. Okay. <laughs> like from your job, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Which, which right now is still zero. So we need uh, what's, uh, we what's, need more, what's 5% more, of zero? Ben, quick math. Five, <laughs> five times zero. Don't forget to carry the one. Yeah, it's zero. Rep- repeating. So Of course. Yeah, naturally. Zero point zero. Okay, so what record are you guys thinking? And this is a dualsy thing. Like you guys are doing this together, oh, not individually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. What? What do you have? Because you guys had. I'm trying to think. You each had one, didn't you? Yeah, but then I was like, I changed my mind. <laughs> so we need 82 games. Get the calculators so, out. I think. Yeah. I think. What? How many did they win last year? 48. They won 48 games last year. Hold on, I can, I can tell you one second. 49. 49, 22, and 11. 49, 22, and 11. Um, I mean, I had 42, 25, and 15, but I don't know if that makes playoffs. I think if they do, they're going to grab the wild card spot and probably have to play Colorado first round and get bumped by them. But if we get the second wild card spot, we could go down to the True. Pacific. That'd be nice. Yeah, I, mean, I think it, if if we were to win less, like forty five games or less this year, I, I don't think a first place wild card spot would be. I think we're I think we're grabbing the second place if we, if anything. So your your forty two twenty five and fifteen is ninety nine points. That's solid. <laughs> I feel That's like solid. That, I feel like that yeah. gets you there. That's definitely a playoff spot. Yeah. We're almost we're almost halfway to twenty five losses. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, blues, pick it up. Whoa, dude. Come on. There you go. <laughs> Oops. We need a number here. Wait. We, I'm thinking, I don't even know if this is going to add up to 82. Give me the calculator again. <laughs> I forgot my abacus at home. Your what? My abacus. Abacus. 
the Chinese thing where you sp- throw, oh. the, <laughs> throw the beads over. No I thought it was a, I thought it was like a, a Roman thing or a. Little racy on this podcast. Chinese are good at math, and that's why, because they have abacusness. That's what I'm saying. There's no way they created the abacus. Fact check me. Ben, get on, get on, Mister. Figure that out. Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Horn, horn, horn's got us down for thirty-seven wins. Thirty-seven. Crunching numbers here. I think we're gonna go. 40, 38, Oof. and four. Only four overtime losses? Yeah. No chance. I think that's 82, right? They lost 11 last year. Yeah, well, we're going to win them this time. We're just going to lose in regulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, just gonna, we're not going to be close enough to actually make it to overtime. No. What's uh, what's our like uh, goals against, like goals for average look like right now? I feel like the last six games they've given up so many goals. That's that's eighty four points, and I'm gonna say that doesn't not a get you spot. in. I, that would be I don't think so. I don't think you'd rather be nineties, unless the central's just really bad. Yeah, I don't know. Could be that wild card spot. Or could well when you're doing wild card, then you're fighting with oh. the people in the Pacific too. True, true, true. So. I could. Is that what you're sticking with? 40, 38, and 4? Let's go. I think there's going to be more than four overtime losses, but let's go 44. Now you're going higher than him than what Pierce had. Oh, God. This is so hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's <laughs> 42. You take it. What did I say again? 42, 25, and 15. Yeah, that's it. 42, 25, and 15. All right. That's a good we're, guess. We're sticking with it. 42, 25, and 15 for 99 points. Yep. Snagging a wild card spot, though. And then how That's far do they go? Not making the playoffs? the playoffs? No playoffs? No, they're making the playoffs. They're gonna oh. I just said they're oh. going to get a wild card spot with that. Oh, okay. And then how far in the playoffs? Uh, Lose the Western Conference. Final. That's wow. deep. I think they're going to get hot. I think they lose second round. I think they make. I think they win their first round. Lose to whoever they lose to in the second round is going to win the cup too. They're I'm, I'm telling you they're going to get a, a Philadelphia Phillies run here where they're just absolutely terrible all season. Yeah, Next thing you know, they're going to they play for the championship. Oh, you know that's actually called a St. Louis Blues run in 2019. Mm. <laughs> worst, worst to first. That's that's fair. <laughs> but more recently, the Phillies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But the, but they, Mike Evans but just dropped yeah, that pass. Yeah, but he almost caught it. Yeah, he should have caught it. Really well done. He's on my fantasy team. So Jalen Ramsey would have sucks. Hey, Jalen Ramsey. So which one are you guys going? We got to pick one. We're going with Rock, paper, his his record. And your playoffs? Yeah. Okay. Best of both worlds. That works. Your record. So we're going to 25 and 15 and then second round. Yep. All right. That'll do. That's all yeah. I got. Unless you guys got anything else you're going to talk oh. about or share. How do you feel about Achari? I don't think he needs to be up on the first or second line like they had him, but he's a really good fourth liner. I think he's absolutely terrible all around. <laughs> I, think, I think that's. Whoa. I think that was probably our worst, our Hot worst off season move <laughs> by far. But he's what getting. He's only getting like one point one million dollars. I think. What do you guys think about um, Josh Levo? Uh, he scored a hat trick in Springfield the other day. Couldn't tell you anything about him, no? <laughs> to be honest. Have you watched like no. many games this season? Yeah. I, 
Just a couple of different bursts. Dude's explosive, and he's got a lot of potential. Jake was saying uh, last podcast that uh, he was the MVP of the, the, of the farm team, a- right? AHL finals last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he played our Springfield Thunderbirds. Is that what we are? Played the Chicago Wolves in the final, and Levo was on the Wolves. The Wolves ended up winning, uh, and he was MVP of the oh, wow. playoffs. And then joined us. (laughs) There you go. So, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, if that's it, then we're good. I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks for for coming and golfing. And I know, Pierce, you're not a huge fan of this Illinois side, but I appreciate it. Smells funny over here. (laughs) That just might be. It's God's country. It's always wet. Why is it always wet? That might be the kennel below us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us, boys. Had a good time playing uh, some golf and doing a podcast. I appreciate you guys joining us. I'm glad we're friends again. We're back, baby. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Tough. Tough. All right. All Thanks, right. guys. Thanks. Thank you. All right. That was a fun episode. Pierce and Horn, thanks for joining us, my dudes. I will not confirm nor deny that I lost on the um, at golf yesterday. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I had, <laughs> I had a rough outing. So seven, you had seven. We took seven of your shots or your team took seven of your shots out of 150, 150 shots. Probably. That's how many, how many nah. shots do you think you're doing? It's a 72 par. We're obviously over par. I probably definitely shot four or five times each hole, probably four right. times a hole. So, so math. Anyways, <laughs> this, uh, yeah, math. <laughs> this leads us to our next sponsor. Have you ever wanted to explore movement in new ways? Find the fittest and healthiest version of yourself? Then Flow Movement may be for you. Ben Zuccarelli is the owner and operator of Flow Movement, where he specializes in optimizing movement in all facets of life. His main focus is personal training, gymnastics, parkour, and all-around functional fitness. (laughs) (laughs) For more info, please check out the Instagram page, flow underscore movement 99. That's F-L-O underscore movement M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T-9-9. And make sure you mention Steve, S-T-I-E-B, for 10% off your first session. All right. As you guys listen to that interview portion, I hope you guys could... You might have been able to pick it out, but Ben had an excellent idea of giving each other keywords that we had to say throughout the interview. So... I'm assuming you were probably listening to that interview and being like, why the heck are these two people saying these weird words? But if you can figure it out, go ahead and leave us a comment on Facebook or find us on Twitter and see if you can tell us what those keywords are. I think it was, I think this one was pretty easy, but we might try and do that continuing on on interviews. Maybe we'll make the words a little bit harder and, but we'll see. But that, yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had a blast coming up with those. That was, those that was fun. fun. I did enjoy that. <laughs> yes. So thanks Ben for coming up with that fun idea on a more serious note, just as some NHL news, it's been, uh, reported and it's been a really big deal about the Boston Bruins signing this kid named Mitchell Miller. Uh, I actually don't even know how old Mitchell Miller is. Do you know how old he is? I don't know how old he is, but I know how old he was when he had issues. Right. So the big big issue with it is when Mitchell Miller was 14, he apparently bullied 
a student with disabilities that was also African-American. Haven't really seen what the bullying was, uh, but it really doesn't even matter. Uh, The fact that that happened and the fact that he actually did get convicted in a juvenile court makes it a pretty serious offense. I just find it weird, and Ben, you can tell me I'm an idiot. idiot. Um, I find it weird that all of this news... Oh, he's 20. I just found it here. So he's 20. So this was six years ago for him. Yeah, young buck. Yeah. So in 14, he bullied this kid, got convicted in a court. I'm assuming he got some sort of repercussions for that. I don't really know if that would... That wouldn't be jail time, but I'm assuming some sort of community service, that sort of stuff. So with this being six years ago, I guess it's just, it baffles me that this is still following this kid. Unless there's some sort of new news that says that this kid is has not used that, what happened to him when he was in 14 as a learning thing, and he hasn't improved his behavior, if he's still either being racist or just bullying students with disabilities or people with disabilities. I don't understand how six years from now or six years after that, he can't get, he can't get a job in the NHL. So Gary Bettman actually came out and said that he is not eligible to play in the NHL and may never be able never ever be eligible. That was really hard to say. I'm going to redo it. Gary Bettman said that he is not eligible to play in the NHL and may never be eligible to play in the NHL. So maybe there's, like I said, more information than what's being reported. But this is if this is a one-off thing that he did when he was 14, to me it doesn't make sense that he can't play in the NHL. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading online that he continually, um, continuously bullied this, this kid. Um, it wasn't just a one-time thing. It, it sounds like it happened for a couple of years, it looks like. Oh, okay. So he just got... He just got caught. He got caught when he was 14, I guess is the thing. But he was maybe doing it since he was 13 or 12. Maybe. Yep. I don't know. Again. Either way, it's not cool. Don't bully people. Yeah, it's not cool. And especially as a as a teacher who teaches special education... You do. I try to make special education as open as I can because I did got that stigma of being a negative thing. When I've had students in my class who are smarter than me, student. I had a student with autism, and the dude was a genius. And he's like asking me how to like random questions about geography of the world, and I had no idea. He, kid was like I said, brilliant. So, so just be careful, just because they. Someone looks different doesn't mean that they are different. They might actually be better than you. Just segueing off of that, <laughs> do you know who Cody Lee is off of America's Got Talent? Have you ever heard him sing? Sing? No. He's got, I believe, autism as well, and he gets on the piano, and, like, he the kid can barely speak, right? Mm-hmm. He gets on the piano and starts playing, and it's, it's unbelievable. And then when this kid gets to singing, like, you would never, ever, ever know. It is absolutely will absolutely send goosebumps down your spine. Mm. How talented this this kid is! That's crazy. he's got a lot of material out. Look look him up, I'll Cody Lee on America's Got Talent. Check it out. I'm gonna type it in now so I can check it out after after we're done here. But yeah, 
Oh, I have seen him. Yes, I've seen those. Golden buzzer. Yep. Yeah. So that was our more serious note. Can try to relax a little bit now. Do you have anything else NHL related? The Blues are still bad. Boston is now 11-1. and I think they have the best record in the NHL since they beat us. Hopefully we get a, a win tonight, and by the time you're listening to this, it's all rainbows and butterflies. We're 3 or 4 and 8, 4 and 7. 4 and 7, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully right. by the end of the night, 4 and 7. That's it. And then do we have games coming up? Yeah. Yeah, Jake. So we play uh, the Sharks on Thursday night, and then we've got Vegas Saturday and Colorado on Monday. So we have three more games. Hopefully we can get three more wins. Before uh, before our next podcast, huh? That's gonna be hard. Those are three three <laughs> tough teams, man. <laughs> That's not gonna be. Yeah. Well, you got Vegas and Colorado who are already just tough, and then you got San Jose who's got this guy named Eric Carlson that I think is like almost leading the league in goals. The defenseman, and, and he's a defenseman. Yeah. Do you remember when he played for um, the Ottawa Senators? Senators? That guy is unbelievably fast. Yes. There was on NHL 23, a lot of people would play him on a wing. It's like, spot it's like, ben, so it's like ben Murray in soccer. <laughs> yeah. You just can't run with him. Cheating. So. All right. So, positive vibes to the Blues for tonight. Positive vibes for Thursday, Saturday, and Monday. And next week, we're just going to talk about how good this Blues team is. I, I sure hope so, man. Deal? All right. Well, that's it for episode seven. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. And as always, what do we say, Ben? Come on, baby. Let's go, Blues!